In this episode, it's the Flophouse versus Alien versus Predator 2. Uh, I'm Dan McCoy. Uh, yeah, I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Lou Fernandez. Yes, uh, Lou will be subbing in for us tonight. Uh, regular co-host Elliot Kalen had some family business to attend to, but I welcome you guys to speculate on more embarrassing reasons why he couldn't be here tonight. Diarrhea, probably. Uh, uh, Stuart goes immediately to the uh, potty. Lou? Um, I can only assume that he's getting a full back tattoo of his, uh, some sort of icon that he likes. Maybe a, sh- a Smurf. Oh, sure. A Smurf <laughs> scene on his back. I was, I was, I was going to hope you were going to go with like Looney Tunes characters wearing their clothes backwards a la Criss Cross. Oh, nice. I haven't thought about Criss Cross in a while, but... They're going to make you jump jump. They, the Mac Dad will make you jump jump. They go in that order. Also, uh, House of Pain will make you jump around... Jump yes. around, jump I'm around, really, around. I'm really impressed yeah. with your knowledge of hip hop circa <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> sure. Well, Lou, um, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get oh, into it. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm extremely modest to start, but uh, I'm an Irish Puerto Rican gentleman born in on the island of Puerto Rico. I'm going to start at the beginning. Sure. <laughs> my parents. <laughs> you literally have Puerto all Rican. the time in the world. All right. Well, uh, let me. Uh, uh, I grew up in Manhattan. Went to school mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. I actually, my I went to school with the guy who was the focus of the movie American movie. Nice, um, Mark Mark Borchert. Yes, Mark Borchert. Borchert. And uh, and I came back to New York in '96 and have led a mundane life here in the greatest city on earth. All right, and uh, you do you do comedy improv, which is I one am. of the reasons why you're here. Also, you got me my job. That's right. Which I, is I, another I hold like that blackmail. Or? I hold that over your head in very obscure ways. I don't. I don't really force you to do things, but I I remind you about it a lot. It's not that good a job, Luke. No, I agree. You 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 let me know that it's not good on a regular <laughs> basis, but uh, over Gmail chats. Yes. Well, let's uh, get into the movie there. <laughs> the movie that we watched. Wait, wait, which movie was this one again? It was Alien vs. Predator <laughs> Requiem. Hey, isn't that wait, known otherwise as... known as AVP Two? Oh, oh, this was Requiem. This was Requiem. I thought, I thought this one was AVPR. What would the oh, R no, stand that... for in that? Oh, Requiem. Oh. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, there's no Requiem played at any point. Yeah, what's the what's the dictionary definition of a Requiem? Because I don't think um, we got that. Isn't it like a like a funeral funeral composition of some? So kind? is it the like the memorial the, song? Is yeah. it the funeral of aliens and predators versing each other? I think it's. We can only hope that that's yeah. what it memorializes. And for me, it would have represented a a sad song about the money I had spent to see it if I had seen it in the theater. But uh, well, let's talk for a moment. Let's let's take a little side trip down memory lane and just note that Stuart and I actually saw Alien versus Predator one. In the theater yeah, together. In the, in the theater. And we did that, well, I think. Right. I we had our popcorn. We were really excited. We had really big drinks. I think we did that because we had both been pleasantly surprised by Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, sure. And the fact that that movie was actually pretty cool. I mean, considering that it was a movie about Freddy versus Jason. Always considering that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But it was, was the best Freddy vs. Jason that was movie after you can imagine. Freddy takes Manhattan. Or no, Jason, Jason takes Manhattan. Jason was the one who yeah, took Manhattan. Yeah, Friday the 13th Part 8. Um, but uh, also but that one's not even as bad as I Friday had, the 13th Part I, 9. I'll admit that I had illegally downloaded the first Alien vs. Predator. Right. And then fast-forwarded when I realized there were no aliens for the first 45 minutes until the pyramid stuff happened. Yeah, well, let's talk there about... There was a pyramid in that movie. Wasn't there? I thought it was... Was there or there wasn't was a there? Pyramid. Yeah, what's the deal? Now, I was going to say, let's talk about the ways in which this movie is superior to the first Alien vs. Predator movie, and I can only think of one thing, and that's that there's no, like, shape-shifting pyramid in it. The first Alien vs. Predator takes place in Antarctica, and there's <laughs> a shape-shifting period that used to be used period? by... Pyramid. Pyramid. Pyramid? Pyramid? Period. Yes. The, um, Freudian slip, dude. The aliens are getting the period, and that's <laughs> nice. why they're so angry all the time. <laughs> nice. Now, there's a pyramid in Antarctica. You're misogynist. <laughs> I am the least misogynistic person on this podcast. Uh, so why do you pick this I movie? Hate women. Uh, that's <laughs> convenient because the bad guy is a queen. What I remember about the first movie, though, is the predators built some sort of sacrificial pyramid yeah. at Antarctica where they would kill aliens. Wasn't and it? Then it flash was like a forward. testing ground, wasn't it, for, yeah, for young like predators that. to go? Well, and I remember is that Lance their Henriksen was in it, which was pretty cool. Who? Lance Henriksen. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in. Uh, he was in Pumpkinhead. Yeah, he makes Whoa, pottery now, by a, the way. That's a callback. He makes pottery, like, professionally? Yeah, if you go on the or internet, in a movie. you can buy pottery made by Lance Henriksen, so, the star of the TV show Millennium. in the credits. <laughs> Come, yeah, stop. Thanks for seeing Alien. So wait, like, like is it any good? Lying. Is he like a potter in the same sense that, uh, who's that guy? Um, oh, crap. Like, the way the guy who plays Screech is a porno actor? Like, he does yeah, it on the side of, time? Well, or? That's out of He's a potter. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This next thing? He's a potter in the same way that um, Kevin Bacon is a rock star. Okay, then that wow. makes sense. That's is, is that, that an insult? That seems like mean. Yeah. No, well, I've never <laughs> seen. I've never seen the Bacon Brothers. I guess I'm just making an assumption. Uh, I can't. I have to say the phrase "alien versus pottery," but I don't know. It just was in my head. I'm sorry. You don't know why. I know. You just just want to say it. I just had to say it. So why are they versing uh. each other this time, Dan? The first time was some kind of like a like an initiation, like a hazing. But is this an actual continuation of like because it start the movie starts with if you hadn't seen the pre requiem or whatever yep. <laughs> the first one you wouldn't I would have I, the prelude I to the requiem yes I didn't see and then some horrible turn of events leads you to actually watching the sequel for some reason for no reason and then yeah and then perhaps you just starts with doing a Alien. podcast yes sure and you're forced to watch Alien vs um, Predator too this is um, probably the only now I like to imagine happens. that first Aliens vs Predator movie like I imagine these predators are going to like predator university or something and like you know their first couple months there they're like we want to get into like the cool frat and in order to do that they have to go through a hazing where they have to go to earth to this weird stupid pyramid and battle a bunch of aliens that are held deep within it's like shape-shifting confines drink like three gallons of water and get stuck in a trunk for sure and then somewhere in the process uh the aliens get way out of hand and then uh then of course the rest of the movie happens they yeah. don't really explain it because they don't really uh, they don't provide subtitles for those stupid predators. So I have no idea what the, the fuck's going on most of the time. Yeah, that's good filmmaking. Oh right, you have to infer from the pure cinema, <laughs> the wordless cinema, what the predators want. 
You know, I really like when they show like the predator's face really close, and they have like the vignetted light across its eyes, so you can really sense the emotion <laughs> that's going on behind its mask. Yeah, but I don't want to spoil the first Alien v, <laughs> v Predator movie, but it's pre-spoiled, um, Dan. It ends, I guess, with a uh, alien bursting out of a predator. It, that's how it ends, and that's how this movie begins. I mean, I guess we can assume the the sequel picks up literally where the last one left off. It's sort of like Halloween two. To the first Halloween, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or like Lord of the Rings, right? Which is a proper sequel, yeah, with the story. <laughs> but the thing is, like, the idea, I guess, is that aliens, when they impregnate someone, when they burst out of your chest, they sort of take on your uh, characteristics a little. That's why that's why a- the aliens in Alien and Aliens are sort of h- vaguely humanoid, despite their huge phallic wait, wait wait who told you that did like hr geiger send you an email <laughs> yes you 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 uh, <laughs> from whatever weird hrg69 <laughs> sent me an email explaining the way that the uh, the life cycle of an alien goes through oh that's cool and uh, but well i assume because here we get a pred alien like the alien that bursts out of the predator's chest turns into a predator alien hybrid which is basically just an alien with Dreadlocks and that That's weird right. and the weird vagina and tata mouth thing. Well, but the but the original alien kind of had that already with the internal mouth. Yeah, but it didn't have like the weird like unhinging like four parts. Yeah, the weird four. Well, part. I don't know what vaginas you've been encountering, Stuart, but I don't think that they <laughs> they are terrifying. Well, they have yeah. unhinging Folks, four part. I mean, terrifying. More, I guess the ones in the movie have more teeth than I'm used to, <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know. You're not saying the, but you're, well, you're not, you're not saying the ones you've encountered have had no teeth. If I, if I ever old. see a toothless vagina, I don't, I don't know what I'll do. That's uh, that'd just be alien. Yeah. So on the, the subject, too. <laughs> so the aliens infecting the ship. That ship crash lands on Earth, of course, uh, and then uh, a predator ends up showing up later, right? I gotta say, look, that that is the one other way in which this movie is superior. Like. I would say that the setup to this movie yeah. is a better setup yeah. than the first Alien vs. Predator. Because I would rather see aliens and predators in like an actual habitated small town, like any town USA, yeah. than some weird um, pyramid in Antarctica. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Where people have to actively like go to find it. Well, I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking of like what where should we go with this next? What if like, what's the yeah. what's the next step in this journey? Yeah, I remember. I mean, to build on what you were saying, Dan, I remember uh, you know a couple months before this movie came out, and uh, I for whatever reason just had not really been you know on the on the pulse of the Alien versus Predator community, and uh, I was at a bar. <laughs> no, I was actually fan fiction. You're I was not actually on the forums. No, I wasn't. I was actually at a bar in Bennigan's. And I was talking to uh, one of my bosses, and we, you know, we were, we were drinking, and he uh, he described one of like he described the trailer that was on the net that was like you know it was restricted because there was a lot of gore, and he was describing it scene for scene. And we were both pretty drunk, and I think I was like, "Wow, that sounds pretty awesome," and uh, it's too bad because it wasn't very <laughs> awesome. Was he like at any time? Was he ever like, "Gets what?" It's in Crested Butte. That's like, the twist. And I, I did a spit take all over the bartender, <laughs> and we got kicked out. Well, we're taking a long, circuitous route to explaining what this movie actually was, but I think that's because the movie doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, that's true. 
scenes follow scenes without a connective tissue. The same characters will appear in one scene and then the next scene, but you don't necessarily feel like there's been any like time-space progression yeah. between those two scenes. It's just that the same actors happen to be in both of them. There's definitely a lot, a lot of feeling of like, well, we've got this set up. Let's just shoot every scene here right now. Doesn't make doesn't have to make any sense. Get everyone on the set and shoot it, especially like the hobos. Yeah, in the, in the sewer, they're hobos that get infected with an alien. Basically, like the aliens. That's, really those, those are really those aliens. Are, more of. Yep, those aliens are poor. They <laughs> uh, have, really, have really poor constitutions. They're panhandling. I would have preferred that yep. if, if instead of being homicidal, the, the aliens come out and just resume their positions in the <laughs> in the sewer by, with the dog. In society, they they just don't feel like they're they don't have the social standing to do up. anything. <laughs> No joie de vivre, right? Yeah. <laughs> the aliens come down. They infect uh, a kid and his father. That that was actually an awesome scene. Well, it's kind of awesome because this movie does have a sort of interesting disregard for the characters and, you know, like, unexpectedly people will die. I mean, if you cared more about the characters, that would be cool because it would keep you off guard. Mm-hmm. As it is, it was kind of like the worst elements of, like, a Friday the 13th movie where you're like, well... Basically, everyone's going to die, so I don't really yeah. give a damn. It was yeah, awesome like when that dude's humans. arm melted off really early on. Right, right. in front well, of his son. I don't you know, know if you normally... noticed that was his, uh, his, wedding, his wedding hand. <laughs> I didn't notice that. that. Was very important You're trying detail. To, there was symbolism there. Yeah, there's, there's some <laughs> yep. sort of a divorce motif. Now, <laughs> the, the problem with a movie that's this shitty is that I actually start, like, I, I start, like, picking on everything about the movie like i'm just like this is bad and this is bad and like i actually found myself concerning myself with the strangeness of their choice to alter the biology of aliens yeah like you know i really don't give a fuck about aliens and like whether or not it takes a long time for a fucking alien pupa or pupa to fucking gestate inside a human this is where you and i differ Stuart. (laughs) because okay i feel that alien and aliens are two of like the best horror movie and like ho- like well, horror movie and like horror action film respectively. Like Ice Pirates. <laughs> I don't like know. What the, that like is. the movie Ice Pirates. Sure. Sure. Okay. Just build uh, off but of I, that. I love them, and part of why I love them is I do feel like there's a lot of thought that's been put into the alien biology. Okay, you got these like the facehuggers hatched from eggs. The eggs have been laid by a queen alien. You know, like the facehuggers lay some other sort of egg inside of the host and like then the chest bristles come out and 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 there you got your alien these filmmakers don't have time here they're like okay i guess uh we don't need i bet they're just like people get it they got like get it just go just seen where like a regular alien puts its mouth over the mouth of a pregnant woman and you see like things going down her her neck and then um, those are those are baby aliens, I bet. I guess. And then chest bursters come out. I'm like, where's the face hugger, man? You're oh, they're cutting whole, out a step. You're cutting out like the middleman. Well, there's the whole, but they, they there's no queen implant. alien in this film at all. They can implant through the mouth, but there's no queen alien to lay the the, the face hugger eggs. What's that miniature mouth for? They've established a biology, and they've decided <laughs> that they just just fuck it. Like at this point, they're like. Fuck it. At this point, we've got it could have an done, alien fighting a predator. Fuck it. It could have done whatever it wanted. We want the maximum amount of battling in this, and the weird biology slowing down the battles. Yeah. So to better deal with it, 
let's have this alien be able to make out with humans, and by making <laughs> out with them, they create aliens in their pregnant bellies. Maybe that's a, uh, a symbol for something. Maybe this is like a pro-abstinence film. I think, I think you're right. There isn't any nudity in it. There's <laughs> almost nudity. There was one very hot ass in a boy shorts. Boy shorts, sure. That's yeah. I think, the definition. But, although that they that was uh, the girl that we all pointed out was the uh, unrealistically aggressive hot chick who was yeah. after the unworthy pizza Let's boy. Really, really <laughs> quickly go through the plot. Like I'm just gonna like run through the plot. Aliens and predators come to Earth. Crested Butte. Um, Meanwhile, this uh, guy who's, I guess, like sort of a punk kid comes back into town and he meets up with the sheriff who, I guess, used to also be a punk kid, but now they're on opposite sides of the law. And the punk kid is the older brother of the pizza boy who's in love with this unrealistically aggressive woman. And uh, <laughs> and then aliens and predators come to town and they fuck everything up. Oh, also, meanwhile, the woman who played Michelle in 24 comes back from the war uh, to find her husband and daughter... But, like, it really doesn't matter, because then they're just all, like, alien and predator fodder. Yeah, I'm like, bored just listening to you, dude. Yeah. I I mean, there's some funny things that happen along the way. I mean, it's really funny, like, the pizza guy comes, and he's, like, talking to his crush. He comes in. Yeah, that's by far the best part of the he's movie. He's delivering, like, four pizzas to his crush. They're, like, three, you know, central casting thugs on the couch. And he comes in, and he goes, and he puts the, the pizzas in the kitchen, and he makes the girl laugh. And he leaves. Oh, was that what the laugh was? Yeah. I, even know he may, was. He may, I believe the joke was, I think I know who the extra sausage or sausage lover's pizza's for. I think I think that's a gay joke or something. Mm. Homosexual so that must have seeked Homosexual through. people like to eat sausage on their pizzas. <laughs> Apparently. Italian sausage. So he leaves, and then the, the evil boyfriend comes out and just like decks him and starts kicking him. Right, and then cruelly throws his keys into the sewer. And Grant, like, let's let's make it clear: this joke was not made directly in front of him. It was, like, yeah, it was actually in another room. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's the most obvious version of the dick boyfriend uh, movie cliche. And the whole thing, I guess, is just a setup for a reason that they go into the sewers later because he throws the keys down the sewer into Although, the sewer. But the sewer, and, but the sewer exploration. Serves almost no purpose, because we've already seen the aliens infect the hobos. They find an alien skin down there. But he yeah. they don't know what it is. And meanwhile... It looks like sewer... Like... Scum. <laughs> like like, a, like an alien... Skin. Like an alien condom is what That's right. we are talking about, or a dental dam. <laughs> an alien dental dam. Well, you know, the vagina mouth, it comes in handy. Yeah. Well, and, and meanwhile, we've got the predator coming down and, like, basically, like, tracking the alien... And it's this weird parallel storytelling where we got the humans and then we got the predator tracking the alien. And the predator tracking the alien in this wordless sequence is kinda like it feels like a detective story or something. Like you sort of expect like the predator to be like uh Columbo or something like that. Now one one more thing, man. Uh, I noticed that uh there were two mouths on the like, like <laughs> <laughs> Good one, dude. <laughs> The weird thing about these movies, these Predator versus Alien movies, is it turns the Predator sort of into the hero because the Predator is a little more sentient than the Alien. Like, it's a little more, like, at least it's got an ethos. Like, it's got a Predator-based society. I did did like the the signal reaching the Predator in his Predator pad, (laughs) wherever that is. His lounge. And the overcomplicated TV that, like, comes out from behind the chair into his face so he can see whatever the thing is and then, <laughs> and then next thing he's just like I'm out 
I gotta go do some predating. <laughs> Takes a spaceship to Earth, record speed. Because apparently, I'm outie. I got some predating to do. That's right. We, that's the thing. That's why I can that? identify with predators. Because if I was a predator, I'd want to go explore and investigate weird alien things. Sure. But why only one? I mean, it was a spaceship full of aliens that, or predators that got taken right. out. Right, and why does the alien... Here's another thing. <laughs> Arguably... Predators have dreadlocks, by the way. That's right. It helps me identify with them as being like people-like. <laughs> it's the dreadlocks, I think. As being an human... oppressed pers- a person you... of the universe. Humans have dreadlocks sometimes, too. Sure. That's true. And they like to, uh, they like to uh, hunt things. Those two some, human some you know, The funny thing is, I don't think of the of the predator's dreadlocks as like a black trait. I'd like to think of it as like a, a kind of a dirty white guy thing. Okay, so so you a think white that, guy with dreadlocks. No, it, we but, went to a hippie college, so we're oh, familiar. Really? Like, so you're saying that like this predator on his off time is like playing hacky sack and getting together with his friends in a yeah, park to play sure. like arrhythmic drums, and listening to. Uh, but he smells know, like patchouli oil. Um, uh, Dave Matthews Band, maybe. Nice. God, I hope not. <laughs> you hope that Dave that Matthews' the, band is not a like, big broadcast out into the stars? Yeah, not like the string so, cheese incident? I hope or, that somehow... No. Yeah, I really hope that that's not true. Because of, of all the music to get to space, <laughs> Dave Matthews' band would be the last thing. You don't want him to be the... To um, our ambassador. Our ambassador to the no. stars. Yeah, I, I voted Fresh against him to be included on our uh, Voyager probe. The weird thing, though, like, arguably, like, the one... Like really cool idea of this movie would be to see the predator alien. Like, oh man, finally a hybrid of my two favorite alien movie monsters. <laughs> if it's like a, a, a Frankenstein that's also a Dracula. But <laughs> <laughs> there's no, like I said before, it's just an alien with dreadlocks. It does, it doesn't have any like correlation with the predator. You know, it's just another type of alien that the predator mm-hmm. has to fight, which we see. In very dim light. Right. You know? I think it's meant to add personality to one of the bad guys. So it's kind of like, so you're like, oh, wow. It's like Stripe and Gremlins? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Or like in the first Aliens vs. Predator, there's that one predator, or the one alien that has the weird, like, net scar on his face that's like, makes it look like he's got a checkerboard face. I don't remember that movie at all. Oh, that happens. I remember Lance Henriksen. He's in that movie. Like a sound, like Pinhead from Yeah, kinda. I really the thing the thing I remember most about the first Aliens vs. Predator, and this movie didn't really have one of those moments, was at the very end of the movie when um your survivor, who's like a tough tough woman character, mm-hmm. who kinda teamed up with the Predator to kill the Queen Alien, they uh you know, they get done killing the Queen Alien and they're standing there on this like, you know, like cliff and they like take a moment and they like stop and look at each other and every ounce in my being is like they need to kiss right now <laughs> if, if they make out i will i will go see this movie four more times <laughs> yep. i won't even buy it on dvd i'll be like projectionist quickly let me buy this buy this movie the from you speaks Here's only in samples loaded into my trunk right doesn't the predator only speak in samples that he gets from other people's dialogue oh yeah so he would have to say something that he's like the guy from Police Academy, right? <laughs> you were waiting for that <laughs> moment of respect between human and Predator. Like at the end of Predator 2 when the Predator is like, oh, fair play, Danny Glover. You got me. <laughs> you got me. You were a worthy adversary. Oh, man. Oh, so many good movies. <sighs> this was not one. This is surprising. Juice and uh, gin, gin and juice. Yeah. Oh, man. I was, I'm so upset. laid back that I'm <laughs> dribbling. 
You know, it's just shocking because, like, you'd think that a movie with aliens and predators in it would – it'd be hard to make me sad. Like, there, I'd be able to find at least something in it that I was no, like, exactly. man, that rocked. This is what I'm saying. Like, like I'm not going to say that – I'm not going to say that any of the alien – like, Aliens uh, – you know, Alien 3 or Alien 4. I'm not going to say those movies are great. But at least there's something in all of them that I'm like, oh, wow, even that's pretty plot. cool. Even the bad well, – Well, yeah. In those movies. Even the bad numbered Alien movies have something interesting in them. Yeah. Like, we can all agree that Alien and Aliens are great. Alien 3, you know, has some really, like, pretty pictures. Atmosphere. Yeah. Atmosphere. It's an interesting uh, place for it to happen. Alien Unlike Resurrection Butte. has, like, it's got that weird Frenchness, as you were yep. saying. It's got um, a Michael Michael Wincott in it. <laughs> sure. Ron Perlman. Ron yeah. Who I've discussed freaks me out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I met him. He would freak me out, too. If, like, Ron Perlman shook my hand. He's got... Giant body parts. I would feel like yeah, I would be crushed. <laughs> <laughs> yep, by the weight of his personality. Would you? You would be afraid that he would try to whisk you away to his sewer his, lair. Yeah, his lair. I would be lost in his <laughs> leonine eyes. <laughs> I have to say that this movie included a lot of um, quickly introduced disposable characters. It would yeah. be like the guy hiding, the mystery person hiding in the uh, in the graveyard, smoking a cigarette. With a pistol. And then he is decapitated, which is the Predator's favorite way to kill humans is to blow their heads from the lower jaw up. Which is strange for a race of beings that collect skulls. I would think that would be counterintuitive. He doesn't really... Oh, can we discuss why the Predator skins the the dude for no reason? Do you know why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to shed light on it? No, uh, well... I've done a lot of... Are you going to ask the listeners? (laughs) Can you write in and send an email to I care about predator skinnings at... uh, No, Yahoo. The the subject of the email has to be... I I understand why predators skin humans. Well, just... It's the only callback to the first Predator movie, which is a skinning or some sort of trophy collection, but it has zero going on. It's also the only body... The first body he doesn't dissolve with his magic blue... Dissolving body powder, yeah. Well, also, you say shortly introduced characters. I would say also longly introduced characters. Like, no, spoiler alert! Audience. Oh no, don't do it. <laughs> the um, overly aggressive love interest of the pizza boy gets totally killed by a predator flying disc, and that's the more shocking, girl, yeah. shocking moments. The, it the was pizza boy somehow survives a alien. Um, tail, tail going the, through him. I mean, like not in, yeah, entirely piercing him through his bulletproof vest and coming out of his shirt. Granted, Lance Henriksen's character uh, Bishop survived that in Aliens, but he was an android. Yes, thank you. Yeah, androids. I want to touch on this overly aggressive love interest character because I thought it was really strange. Like, you know, you could have a pretty girl who's interested in your like kind of shy, nerdy guy. I can. Yeah, it can happen. I, it was in Transformers. I would imagine, like, I would ima- yeah, like for instance, in Transformers. But the difference here is that, like, this girl is fucking, like, this girl is crazy aggressive. And she's unbelievably hot. And she just breaks up with the boyfriend the same day. Yep. And I think she breaks up with him so that she can do it with this guy who so makes literally... So that she can bring this guy to the pool and Because you know what's... Skinny. This guy who makes literally no, like, actual mention that he's interested in this girl. And if I... You know, I've I've met some girls in my life. Easy girls? Uh, I've met a number of girls. And one thing I notice is that girls generally require at least some layer, uh, like, either an intentional like disinterest... Them. 
Or a little bit of, yeah, well, exactly. They, they took care of that in their earlier scene where she told him and she broke up. They, they go through a long and obscure discussion about how he's looking over his shoulder at the clock. Oh, do they? That, that happened? Was, yes. Okay. Is that important? Okay, I'm sorry, the guys who made this movie. Uh, I'm totally wrong. You made an awesome movie. The, but, you know, I have to say, I, weren't I, they called the Something Brothers, by the way? The people who made the this Brothers movie? Strauss. The Brothers Strauss made this film. Yes. That was a weird, weird choice. Weird <laughs> choice to call themselves the Brothers Strauss. Yeah. How many brothers were there? They were I wonder if they think that this was like going to launch their sort of Matrix career. Yes, exactly. The Wachowskis. Yeah, can they the do no Strauss. wrong? There's nothing like making a second sequel of a not good movie. <laughs> to, we're going to own AVPR. Yeah, and make it our own. That first, <laughs> you're not gonna forget the other ones. This that first Alien so versus Predator was total bullshit. <laughs> yeah. This is the Alien versus yeah. Predator for the ages. That's the right. ones that the fans want. If that's what the fans wanted, I'd like to have a conversation with those fans, or possibly hope that they don't exist. Yeah, I feel like, dude, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah, no, I know. I feel like we should spoil the ending, but there's no ending to spoil. Well, like some people yeah. get away, most people die. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned that uh, it had the uh, the fifth grade es- easy escape ending where mm-hmm. there's a, a nuclear explosion. Right? It was it? A, it was a nuclear explosion. Yeah. No, they they they, they fucking dropped a nuke on the planet or the planet. They dropped a nuke. <laughs> That's on... a very as an accurate description. <laughs> of what Part of the planet. <laughs> a certain they area of the planet. Nu- what's a what's a nuke? A nuclear bomb? They dropped a nuclear. Are bomb you using jargon, Dave? On the town, I am. This is uh, military jargon. <laughs> <laughs> and our heroes are going out in a helicopter, and somehow they survive yeah, they, this nuclear blast off. and the uh, radioactive cloud. Yeah, and then at the end well, we there, see there, all the electricity would have been knocked out by the yeah, there EMP been, from yeah, the nuclear bomb. Exactly. Sorry, I grew it's up a, in the eighties. It's a special type of nuclear bomb designed uh, with well, aliens and predators. Well, and and well pulse. Yeah. I have to say that 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 for me is one of those like buzz kills because the whole thing the movie is really about the predator. Trying to kill the aliens, and then just to oh yeah. By the way, we could have just dropped a nuke the whole time. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. In the middle of their fighting, a nuclear bomb killed them both. Yeah. So, so guess what? Out. Humanity wins. That was a that was a badass fight. It, the only way it could end. Nuclear bomb. <laughs> See you at AVP three, suckers. <laughs> or was it the end? Question yeah. mark. Uh, well, that, I was a little bit surprised. That was a twist ending, though. I gotta say, the like the twist ending was they take the predator technology. To uh, Miss Utani, making reference to Waylon Utani, the company from the Alien the, movies. But that's Holy one of the, that's such a reference that I I didn't get at all. Yeah, well, that one's for the fans, it's, dude. It's, it's only also for the fans. Well, but also like they bring it's not the they, they don't bring alien the technology. <laughs> they bring predator technology to the company from the from the movie Alien. Oh, maybe that teaches them to make better alien. I don't know. It's such a stupid twist, and it's such like a weird like Terminator ripoff too. Right? Yeah, it'd have been awesome if they'd have taken it to that guy, that Dyson guy from the first (laughs) from Terminator Two, and he'd have been like, "You can use this to make Terminators." (laughs) Wait, he's like, "This is good because I'm not in a lot of movies anymore." Terminator? You mean the uh, the brother from another planet? Was that that the black guy? Joe Morton? Yeah, from. Ah, nice. From uh, Terminator 2, the guy yeah, who, sure. who got the black gentleman. Brother from another planet um, with a great Fisher Stevens scene, by the way, Stuart. I know you're a big Fisher Stevens Does fan. he play an Indian guy? <laughs> yes, he plays an Indian guy. <laughs> or a designs tur- robots. Or, or a turtle. Does he play one of those two? He plays an elderly turtle. <laughs> what does he, he really play in that, that movie? Um, he plays a street hustler. 
Oh. He, has, he actually has a really good line, which you and I, um, he says that he's going to do a final magic trick on the subway, and he's like, uh, at 125th Street, he's like, I'm going to make all the light people disappear. Oh, that's right. And they get off the train, which is, which right. is a good scene. But um, That actually happens at 116th Street. Yeah. All the light people get off the train because yeah. they're going to school. They're students. Students at Columbia. Convenient. <sighs> I forgot about that. Good stories. So, uh, <laughs> I think it's time to have a final uh, final decision on this piece of shit. Yeah, for Lou's benefit, I know he has actually listened to the podcast before. Oh, nice. Huge fan. Like, Thanks. Like <laughs> Holy shit. We have three categories. That is, is this a, um, a good bad movie, a bad bad movie, or a movie that you actually enjoyed in, in some way? So, uh, Lou, as the guest, why don't you go? Oh, I get to go first. Sure. Um, I'm going to say this is a bad, bad movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I did not enjoy it at all, and it wasn't, you know, not enough fun stuff in it. I think the brothers Strauss should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> this is really their worst work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm talking to you guys out there. I know exactly what you're thinking. You know, you're in that video store and you're like, eh, there's nothing else out there. Mm, all my, all the movies I really want to watch are rented out, like the Dungeon Siege movie and all that shit. <laughs> so you don't know what to do, and then you're like, AVP Requiem? Uh, that might have some funny shit in it. Why don't we rent... Oh, unrated version? Hmm, let's check it out. Um, you shouldn't fucking do that, okay? Put that fucking video down. This movie is terrible. And I like really bad movies. And this one is really, really bad. So please, you guys, I know what you're thinking, but please put it back and don't rent it. Yeah, I don't I don't know really what I can add to that. I agree. <laughs> there was a part of me that was still, even after Alien vs. Predator... And all the bad reviews of this movie? Yeah, I was like, oh, but it's, it's, it's a couple of bloodthirsty aliens <laughs> duking it out. There's got to be something there. No, there's nothing there. Don't watch it. In- imagine your own fight between Alien and Predator. Draw and that it. Would be- <laughs> Draw it yourself. Imagine the drawing of it. Post it on your fridge. That's Look at right. it. Like Send it to part of part of me just send it in. Send yeah. it to the Flophouse. We'll describe it. Write your fan fiction, Alien vs. Predator, and send it in. Don't write erotic <laughs> Alien vs. Predator fiction because Please. none will compare to mine. It's way too hot. <laughs> Don't write Alien vs. Predator slash or gash or gash. No gash. Predator vs. Galien. No, thank you. Oh uh, man, that's gonna, that's gonna be good stuff. <laughs> That's the thing, like, and I was expecting this movie, you know, all the reviews were terrible. So you probably were never thinking, like, oh, this movie might be good. But it isn't even kind of like, this is kind of fun in a stupid way. It's, it's just really bad. It's boring. hard to believe that they bothered to make posters for it, which I remember seeing, because it's not worth being released. Yeah. In any form Dude, I've watched a lot of shitty movies, and this one's really bad. Oh, we're just I, angry. We're I did angry. enjoy. No. I did enjoy the thought of seeing... In the name of the king, when I saw the trailer, silently. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my while, favorite part of the DVD. While, while Dan was trying to find the There remote. were some great trailers for other movies that we yeah. assume were bad before <laughs> the film. So uh, maybe you could rent it for those. You can see yeah. that the if you like for trailers, Jumper. this one has great trailers, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it'll get you it'll get you pumped. Yeah. <laughs> so let's put that let's put that aside though and talk about let's talk about movies that we've seen recently that we've enjoyed. Like just you know, just a recommendation. Like whatever the fuck. A movie that we saw recently that we might like. 
I know, uh, I know this might be taking Lou by surprise, and he said earlier that uh, he, doesn't he doesn't like movies. see a lot of movies. You know, he's a family man, doesn't have time for a lot of movies. I watch a lot of partial movies when they're on the yeah. HBO oh, home good. box office. Yes, I, will, I have the Showtime <laughs> and nice. the Stars. Nice. nice. I watch a lot of the end of movies. So who's going sure. first? Well, let's go. I was just going to say, let's go over to you, Stuart, okay. first, and then we'll work our way around a little. Give him time to think. <laughs> okay. Um, I actually have two recommendations because okay. I watched them both kind of recently. Um, the first is I rewatched because uh, I didn't remember that I'd watched it until I started watching it again, and then I was like, holy shit, I watched this. Uh, was I rewatched Fright Night? And that oh, movie is fucking a, really good. That's a great movie. Man, it's like the the score is awesome. The performance is yeah. Roddy McDowell's awesome. Amanda Burse is really sexy. Uh, Chris Sarandon is is fucking amazing. So sensual in that movie. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. And so that was great. If you haven't seen Fright Night in a while, you should watch it again because it's fucking really good. And then the other movie I watched recently is a French movie called Inside. Uh, it just got, came out on DVD a little bit ago. It got a fair amount of press. Um, it's about a pregnant woman who gets attacked by this crazy woman who tries to steal her baby with a pair of shears. Hmm. Um, so this, what you're saying is if you are pregnant yourself... You should watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, this movie is fucking gory, okay? I, I'm serious. If you want to watch a movie that's really gory... You should watch this movie because it is fucked up. It is gory as hell. And I don't say it like it takes a serious movie to make me say that, but it is gory. So if you want to watch something that probably might make you sick, you should totally watch this movie. Nice. That's quite a recommendation. It's what we call a conditional recommendation. Yeah. It's, it's basically like if you think you like gory movies, let's see if you got the stones for this one, Buster. I like that you so, said Buster. <laughs> yep, that's my two recommendations. Well, I watched a movie the other night called Mr. Jealousy. It's a Noah Bomb- Bombach movie. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> What's your problem? He, uh, not he, Irma Bombach. <laughs> not Irma Bombach. He did uh, The Squid and the Whale. That was good. And then um, his first movie was Kicking and Screaming. That which I like, despite Stewart's off mic. That's insults. the movie about the people deciding what to do with their lives. Yeah, deciding what to do after they yeah, left. I didn't watch that movie because I'm I've been struggling with it for twi- that question for twenty right. years. I didn't need well, to live it. Well, <laughs> All right. Well, let's focus on Squid and the Whale so, then. Oh, I thought Mr. Stewart liked that one. Mr. Jealousy. Mr. Jealousy. Mr. Jealousy was the movie that he made in between those two movies, oh. and those two movies got a lot more attention than Mr. Jealousy. Mr. Jealousy was like. His sophomore film that got sort of middling reviews, and then he sort of disappeared for several years until he made Squid and the Whale. But it's a lot of fun. Like, it's a very underrated movie. I'm not going to say it's like this lost masterpiece or anything, but it stars Eric Stoltz and uh, Annabella Sciorra, and, um, you know, it's about it's basically what the title would suggest. You know, Eric Stoltz is just a guy. Who's extremely jealous and he stole? You mean mask? Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean mask. Yeah. Please so, don't refer to him as anything. So mask. mask follows Annabella Sciorra's old boyfriend Chris Eichmann into um, group therapy and pretends to be another guy just to find out information about the ex-boyfriend. And it's sort of like farcical, but it's pitched at sort of a, a, a like a character comedy level. It's mm-hmm. not so much plot driven. But it's a really good movie. I would recommend seeing it if you like sort of 
indie comedies. And that's what I have to say about that. And you know I like indie comedies. So we Burn. set you we just set you up, Lou. It's like T ball. We set the ball for you now you gotta knock it out of the park. Oh, brother. Well, like Dan said, I don't see a lot of movies. I, I was forced to uh, endure. To watch Alien vs. Predator no, 2. Yes. I, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie, Alien vs. Predator 2. I just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're um, recommending that. Well, okay, and, uh, interesting. And uh, I, when I was in, um, oh, you know what I did see? I, I was in uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. My, my homeland. Yeah, go on. yeah, I got <laughs> but it. My my aunt and uncle have these videos from their that their uh, my cousins leave and they left uh, home movies or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, oh, okay. the new one, okay. sure, which I had vehemently been you know opposed to when I watched it, and uh, I did not enjoy it. I thought it was mm-hmm. I you know uh, I enjoyed it more I think, than I thought I would. I think like you've it. missed the point of this. You got to recommend the, something. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I have I hate everything. Oh, okay. that's a problem. I oh. I didn't despise Jumper. Oh, nice. No, recommend this place. It's <laughs> but, yeah, I'd uh, like you to justify this uh, to our audience. Because well, we may do Jumper in a future. I thought the... Flophouse. Uh, I don't want to Jumper jump that one. is fun for the first 45 minutes where it's actually entertaining, where he's actually living the life of the Jumper. Okay. So you, what you're saying is you recommend the first 45 minutes. Yes, then you should turn off the TV and do <laughs> something in your house okay. with your maybe, time. Maybe clean up the yeah. living room. But I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Maybe, you know. Maybe like, write a screenplay for Jumper 2. Draw a picture about Jumper. What do you think <laughs> Jumper might do next? Because it's more more valuable uh, use of your time. Uh, I have a whole book of what Jumper might do next. I think, I think you do a lot of drawings of things. I say, yeah, you know. Uh, Jumper might go to the store. He can only, I don't know. He can, <laughs> Which store? Well, he can only go Virgin places. Mega store, he maybe. can only go places he's seen. Okay. So you know, it's limited to that. But he's he's so he's not going to go to a like, French store, like well, like a Dagostinos. He might. Okay. If he has a hankering a French for a terrible experience in grocery shopping. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Gristidis. I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. Gristidis is terrible. That's good. But uh, uh, oh wait 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 wait! Christini sponsors this show. <laughs> oh my goodness! Terribly <laughs> affordable, <laughs> terribly delicious food. <laughs> right? It's terrible that I can't eat everything from Christini's. Oh man, we had some laughs. So jumper good. Jumper uh, first forty five minutes good. Uh, I man. apologize for ruining <laughs> the segment of the show. <laughs> I would like to um, take a moment and say, by the way. If you watched The Daily Show... What's what's that, Dan? It's uh, a popular television show starring Jon Stewart on Comedy Central. Pe- people say I look like him sometimes. Really? Yeah, sure. I, I can, can see, see that. A bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks. Well, I, oh, I, like yeah. To, I like to draw it out of people. <laughs> sure. If it doesn't happen well, naturally. Yeah, that's, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. squint a little bit. Well, if you saw it um, on a Thursday, Thursday the... What day is today? I don't remember. Yesterday. Please don't make me count 14th, the calendar days maybe. back. Oh, yes, yesterday. 15th, I think. Our regular co-host, Elliot, had a rather large cameo on the show. Wow. Uh, and you can see that by going to the flophousepodcast.blogspot.com. Uh, thanks to the Comedy Central embeddable player of Daily Show Clips, oh. we have the Daily Show Clip with Elliot up there. So if you're upset for some reason, if Lou didn't satisfy you... And I'm sure I have not satisfied you. Um, if you want a little Elliot fix, you can go and see him. And uh, he does a very funny... Um, uh, he corrects Jon Stewart about... Uh, Wolverine. Don't ruin it. Yeah, I, let them I, no, see I, it. Don't no, ruin it. I'm just being vague. He corrects John Stewart about Wolverine. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay, In case sure. you didn't know what he looked like. Which is really funny <laughs> because, like, I have to say, when I was watching the segment on um, 
on TV. Like I, you know, I taped it on like the the on my like TiVo like thing. Uh, is that a VCR or a DVR? <laughs> okay, DVR. it's a TV. It's a VCR TVR leg thing. Yeah, I, I taped it and I was watching it, and John Stewart makes this joke about Wolverine that is factually incorrect, or at least factually incorrect, in so much as anything about Wolverine can be factually incorrect since he's a fictional character. Sure. And I was thinking to myself, wasn't Elliot there to correct them? If anyone would correct the Daily Show staff about a matter of comics, it would be Elliot Kalen. And then, um, uh, lo and behold, Elliot shows up in a cameo to do just that. That was pretty good. So go to the website and check that out. I will. Well, oh, you, no, okay. Wait, what website was that again? It's uh, the flophousepodcast.blogspot.com. Mm, I'll be right over. And if you wanted to email us, I, it's I'm similarly it named. Now. Wait, what's the email address? It's the flophousepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, maybe I'll drop a line. Sure. After I watch that embedded uh, Comedy Central footage. Also, we have a Facebook group. So if you want to uh, search for the Flophouse on Facebook. Maybe right on our wall. I wish I could yeah, join, join twice, up. Dan. I've already joined. Really? What, yeah. about, what about the MySpace? Are we on MySpace? We are yet? also on MySpace. I know that's not as fashionable anymore with the kids. That's right. Oh, okay. MySpace but we're is, on both. is down market, like. Dan. Yeah. We're getting old. Man, this, is, this was a good podcast. Um, <laughs> I can't believe we talked this long about such a fucking turd. Mm. Well, <laughs> I think we should... It wasn't good. I think because we're so angry, we should leave our audience with some words of encouragement. Okay, what's that? I don't know. I thought maybe you would have some. <laughs> oh, wait. Why don't, we, why don't we come up with a list of movies that we might watch next time? That'll get people excited. Sure. Maybe like fucking Jumper or not. The it's first probably 45 really minutes good. of Jumper before you begin drawing. <laughs> I thought that maybe we would want to see that movie Untraceable about the I, internet that kills I people. I wanted to see that movie. I'll watch it alone. Well, you can listen to our podcast about it. Yep, and then you can I'll listen still in be on alone. the guys, us being the guys. Yeah, that sounds great, dude, because I'm scared of the internet. Sure, the internet is new and scary, or at least as new as anything that's like 20 years old can be. Do you think there's going to be nudity in that movie, Dan? I don't know. Diane Lane's in it, so maybe, but she got probably in that not. One movie. In another movie with Un and Bull in it, right? Untraceable, unfaithful. It's mm. mm. not really a bull. Dude. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm just hoping that that movie has parts that are traceable because I will be drawing. <laughs> you will be drawing what you hope yeah. being untraceable. I wonder is. what would be traceable in this movie. I wonder yeah. what other adventures Diane Lane might get into. I'll send you pictures of me with a piece of paper up on the TV as I trace. <laughs> if you Flophouse listeners have ideas of what Diane Lane might do on the internet, why don't you draw them and send them even to us? better? Imagine yeah. what she would do if she were a jumper. Oh, where would nice. she go? That's mixing them together, and then had to battle a shitload of aliens. What if Hayden Christensen Un- and Diane Lane met? He has shed Anakin Skywalker to be a man. Yep, a, a jumping, jumping man. man. <laughs> <laughs> a jumping man that might get paralyzed and have uh, an operation performed on him while he can still feel it. Oh, I'm well. still awake. <laughs> they should have called it. I'm still awake. By the way, been <laughs> way awesome. Well, we've come full circle with Wheels Within Wheels, references to old episodes, um, talk of Hayden Christensen, talk of jumping, talk of tracing. So I think it's about time to sign off for the Flophouse. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm guest host Lou Fernandez.
Good night. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for seeing or listening to me. Dude, let's watch something good. Sure, why don't you talk now? I think Diablo Cody's overrated. I thought Juno was kind of crappy, to tell yeah, you the talk truth. Talk close to the fucking microphone. Talk to you. Okay, uh, this movie kind of sucked. I didn't want to watch it for very long, but I had to because of this stupid button. Okay, talk, talk the loudest you're going to talk. I can't believe I watched this movie. It licked my balls. Okay, that's fine.